On Capitol Hill, Senate leaders from both parties say they're backing a breakthrough plan to control immigration at the southern border. Now, it's part of a broader national security bill that took months to work out, but it's strongly opposed by many House Republicans and even some Democrats. Nicole Killian has more on that deal. Bro, this is giving, like, the exact same energy as when uh, the Barack Obama administration tried to capitulate to the Republican Party and do bipartisanship and cut Social Security spending, and then the Freedom Caucus nuked it. It's the exact same situation being played out in front of our eyes, where, like, the Demo—yeah, the grand bargain, famously, exactly. The Democratic Party— which, by the way, Joe Biden was also leading that charge last time. The Democratic Party keeps conceding and capitulating to the stupidest, most far-right, nonsensical notions on issues that are supposed to be winnable as long as you dedicate some messaging to it. And instead of dedicating any time or energy into messaging against the Republican Party position, they just adopt it entirely, only to have the Republican Party go, Yeah, nah, dog, I still don't trust you. Your immigration bill is still gay. So all you did was basically concede that there is a problem instead of countering against it. When there is no problem, by the way. The compromise would give the administration new emergency authority to temporarily shut down the border, allowing immediate deportation before asylum is requested. The government would be required to close the border when migrant encounters reach a daily average of 5,000 over a week. It also ends catch and release policies and streamlines asylum cases by processing claims in six months or less. In exchange, the bulk of the bill includes more aid to Ukraine, Israel, humanitarian assistance for Gaza and other conflict zones, and support for partners in the Indo-Pacific. But as soon as it was released, House GOP leaders struck it down, with Speaker Mike Johnson warning, this bill is even worse than we expected. It will be dead on arrival. Instead, Johnson told members the House will vote this week on a standalone package to fund Israel, and he denied taking orders from former President Trump, who opposes the border deal. He's not calling the shots. I am calling the shots for the House. That's our responsibility. That's so funny. They have a once in a lifetime opportunity because this will never get passed under a uh, Republican administration. And the Democrats are like, yeah, no, here you go. Here's the we're going to kill immigrants bill. And then Trump was like, dude, what are you doing? Don't pass the kill immigrants bill so I can keep complaining about how the Democrats are not killing enough immigrants. So then they go, yeah, we're not going to pass this kill immigrants bill now. If you actually want to kill immigrants, this is the bill. Okay. The Democrats literally are like, oh, dude, we love the killing immigrants bill. We'll do it. Joining us now, Democratic Senator from New York, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. It's really good to have you on the show, Senator. Um, You have said that you've said that you worked very closely with Leader McConnell on this, this bill. Mm -hmm. Now that we see what's in it seems to be as bipartisan as it gets. Yeah. Why wouldn't this? It's only bipartisan because Democrats have conceded on every point that the Republicans have made on immigration. That's why it's bipartisan. I love that they're selling this as though it's bipartisan. It's literally just a Republican bill. We're at a turning point in America. This bill is crucial and history will look back on it and say, did America fail itself? Why is it crucial? Well, if we don't aid uh, Ukraine, Putin will be walk all over Ukraine. We will lose the war. I can't believe this, dude. It's a Republican immigration bill with the Republicans yelling that the bill is weak, woke, and demand that migrants be blown to miss in the next one. No, but it's a Republican immigration bill. And this bill, the only reason why the Democrats are desperately pushing for it is because, one, they think they will look stronger on immigration, and two, which, by the way, will not work. It will not work. I cannot stress this enough. You can never out-racist the Republican Party. All you do in that situation is just make racism more prevalent. And then you look like a f-ing clown. 
next election cycle when you go well sweetie if you don't vote for us the other side is going to kill immigrants it's like bro you just voted to kill immigrants you're on morning joe pushing for the kill immigrants bill i'm not gonna forget that it's so close to the goddamn election cycle you think i'm gonna lose the sight of that reality like it's right here it's in front of my face these guys literally are like oh god oh no. the fascists are coming the fascists are coming it's like bitch you're here you're here you're welcoming them with open arms Fuck you you monster and the major reason why they're doing it is because they want to give money to ukraine but more importantly than Ukraine, they want to give money to Israel. They're like, let's pass the, the Guatemalan child murder bill here in America, which will feature the fuck Palestinian child murder spending package associated with it. And then I have to sit here and act like they're the lesser evil dog. Get the fuck out of here. Or, and we could be fighting in Eastern Europe in a NATO ally in a few years. Americans won't like that. If we don't help Israel defend itself against Hamas, that perpetual war will go on and on and on. If we don't help humanitarian aid to the starving Palestinians in Gaza, hundreds of thousands could starve. And the border... That's the grossest part about it, too, because it's like, they're also like, hey, we're going to give Israel like $17 billion, but also we're going to give like a couple million to the Palestinian children that they're killing, too. Sick, man. Why are you keeping them alive at that point? Just like, don't give them any money so that Israel can kill them faster? Like, what the... Anyway, here's the National Immigrant Justice Center. It says, in short, the bill will violate the refugee convention by closing the border to people seeking safety. The centerpiece of provision of the bill requires the U.S. government to seal the border to people seeking asylum when the numbers of people arriving at the border reach a certain trigger number. This would force the United States to close its doors to countless people in, the, in need of asylum protection and send them back to harm. It exacerbates the humanitarian uh, and operational challenges on the border, like the procedurally similar Title 42 policy. Expulsions and unpredictable border closures will create chaos and incentivize organized crime on the border. Refusing the process of people so they may seek safety in the U.S. means that they're trapped, unable to return home, and vulnerable to kidnappings and violent crime by cartels and other armed groups. In this untenable situation, we're forced to try multiple times to re-enter the United States, exacerbating processing delays. As someone that lives in a border state, I wish we would just build fucking affordable housing to get people out the streets. We don't need to kick them out. We just need to help them uh, making it hard to get here. Just make sure when they obviously still come regardless yep the bill creates a rush new process for people seeking asylum started with a screening interview most will fail under newly heightened standards people facing rush deportations under this new process will have no access to immigration judge federal judge review effectively guaranteeing wrongful deportations we will also punish asylum seekers with imprisonment while enriching private prison companies hey by the way yeah we have to get fatter contracts with private prison companies because guess what we have all these immigration detention centers and they're all filled to the brim oh no it'd be a real shame anyway talk about johnson but Johnson doesn't have a huge majority in the House. It's only like a couple of votes. And our fellow Brooklynite, Hakeem Jeffries, can uh, has so far been able to deliver a lot of the Democrats. Even yes. some progressives like uh, you and I may have some questions. But it's the overall good. Can you etch out enough Republicans in the Senate? And in the House, since you only need four or five, given yes. Johnson's not playing with a strong... God, he's such a... This old bitch dude shut the fuck up al you dumb f like what do you mean oh he, look at him he's like he's talking about this as though like it's established fact that this bill is good no interest in doing even a fraction of a little bit of a crumb of journalism it's so funny to think that al sharpton used to be like a pretty rugged black nationalist in this country in the 90s jesus christ it's it's pretty funny Oh, my God. Hand here. Can you get enough to pass these bills when we're looking at cities being invaded, Democratic mayors, particularly black ones being invaded, and you see cops.
I'm sorry, what? How is this different than Fox News, man? We're watching fucking Fox News. Oh God, this country is so goddamn fascist. We can't redeem this country. Oh my God, oh my God, this makes me sick. He's gross, dude. He's being beat up in Times Square yeah. and it should have it's a humanitarian uh, migrant uh, 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 kind of uh, situation here. But at the same time, we are looking. How is this different? He's still a nationalist. Goes to show you black nationalism is a nationalism and reactionary. You think Al Sharpton is still a black nationalist? What are you, crazy? It should alarm you how uh, little you understand Al Sharpton's politics, I guess, that it is indecipherable. You turned around and you're like, wow, man, black nationalism is really bad, actually. Because, like, it makes you what? A regular run-of-the-mill liberal who says the exact same things that the republicans say yeah the only thing left in al sharpton is like as far as any kind of like liberatory emancipatory black nationalism is that he's black and maybe a nationalist there's no here. it's broken everyone admits left right center the border's broken so we can all sit in our corners and say do it my way or no way and get nothing done and let it continue to be broken and by the way it's going to be more broken next year than it is this year if we don't fix it because you have all these gangs and other coyotes and others bringing even more innocent people who are just struggling for their lives across the border so <coughs> the question is are we able Allah is going to take him dude it's it's in his throat I do love that the Republicans literally kept saying, oh, you want to fund Ukraine to help Ukrainian border security against Russians, but you don't want to fund our border for like four years. We've watched tens of billions of dollars be sent to defend another nation's border that is not our own. Yet the Biden administration and this Congress has not done anything to protect our nation's border and the American people. And then the Democratic Party just looked at that and was like, we shouldn't even counter message against this. This is brilliant. This is a brilliant take. We should just adopt it as our position. Like this was Marjorie Taylor Greene a year ago or two years ago. This was Marjorie Taylor Greene's like message on Ukraine. Why are we funding Ukrainian border security, but we can't fund our own border security in the South? And now it's like Chuck Schumer saying that same thing. That's crazy. Of course, when Chuck Schumer concedes on that and says we must fund the border and also Ukrainian borders, then Marjorie Taylor Greene goes, we must execute Mexicans on site. So next year, Chuck Schumer is going to turn around and go, we must execute Mexicans on site. I guess that's what we're doing. Is that is that the goal? That's the ratchet effect right there. Al Sharpton said the cities are being invaded, man. That's crazy. It's not even the ratchet effect anymore. It's just a call and response effect. It's actually, you're right. It is worse than... It is worse than the ratchet effect. I'll tell you why it's worse than the ratchet effect. Because the ratchet effect implies that, like, Republicans are pushing the boundaries and then the Democrats aren't able to, like, push back against it. There's a difference between the ratchet effect and what the Democrats are doing now. What the Democrats are doing now is, like, basically cutting the Republicans or trying to cut the Republicans out and outflanking them on right-wing uh sh It's so weird. What the f***'s going on, man? What are you guys doing? You guys are so stupid. Oh, my God. You all deserve to lose. And you are going to lose. You're going to lose. You're going to lose. And Democrats are going to lose. And every single dumb liberal is going to come in here and be like, Hassan, you did this. Hassan, you did this. Why didn't you tell me that the Democratic Party's border proposal bill was actually good, even though it was identical to the Republican Party's border proposal? Hassan, you and the 20,000 leftists that uh, still ended up probably voting for mostly Democrats, you guys did this. It's your fault. I will not look at my own stupid party and all of its dumb 
idiotic policy ideas and, and bad politics. It must be the Bernie bros. The Biden border package is pretty much Stephen Miller's wet dream. Just total fascist policy. Remember when people said that voting for Biden was harm reduction for immigration? Obama tried to cut Social Security Lamau. Thank God for the Tea Party caucus. Exactly. Thank God for the psychopathic Christian fascists that are like more interested in, you know, voting in Trump that the Democratic Party couldn't push this comprehensive immigration reform as like a bipartisan bill. And the way that it's being sold on television is making me want to video game myself in a very public way and putting morning joe as the sole reason on my note jesus christ dude morning joe oh joe biden loves watching morning joe that's his favorite show that's his fox and friends right it's not harm reduction if you literally look at the right wing framing on immigration and go no we are the real guys who are going to be reactionary on immigration you're at that point you're not doing harm reduction you're just like taking it on and doing the harm yourself it's very stupid Yesterday, we watched Al Sharpton and Chuck Schumer defend right-wing framing on the border policies. This is crazy, dude. What is this? Where is business? Where business are closing? AI is taking over 40% of jobs immediately. It's true, though. I read every day. I'm not crazy. I suggest you educate yourself. Where will the money come from? The homes, the food? We can't even take care of ourselves. We can. The problem is this is exactly the reason why we feel like we can't take care of ourselves because we're too busy complaining about mexicans coming over the border and how we must stop it the real reason okay if you want a secret if you want a conspiracy it's not a conspiracy at all but it's a reality that somehow people don't understand the only reason that the the immigration problem is a problem at all in a country like the united states of america is because we have a two-tier immigration structure we have a two-tier labor structure that is designed on top of making a permanent underclass of uh black and brown immigrants coming into the country if they were documented then there would be no way to legitimately use the document the undocumented labor pool as a way to depress wages against the documented labor pool that's the reason why republicans are not like actually pushing for this anyway because they rely on this being a problem they rely on this being a supposed problem so they can present it as a problem to the racist idiots that will get very mad and go out and vote for the republican party this is their this is their the oldest trick in the book. Constantly going, those are the guys. They're coming in. They're taking your jobs. Now, it's not that they're taking your jobs. They're actually, now they're your daughters. Now they're doing crime. Neither is true. The entirety of the American immigration process and the way that we have like criminalized immigration instead of allowing people to come in or making the process way easier so that we can have everybody documented is so that those devoid of documentation are permanently in like slave labor conditions and when they speak up they get deported stopping immigration dead in its tracks would cripple the american economy that's the reality that people don't want to talk about at all for some weird reason bro you're just wrong on this point because they are talking about illegal immigration not legal yes brother the difference between illegal immigration and illegal immigration is simply documentation and processing did you know that there is no difference between someone who is illegally coming over the border as far as like their humanity and someone who is legally coming over the border that's the problem if you truly wanted to stop illegal immigration in this country okay illegal immigration you would go after the business owners you would make it so that it is impossible to and hire an undocumented immigrant and, and a lack of knowledge would not actually help you ron DeSantis tried to do that not to the same degree but that's it but they don't do that you know why they don't do that because everybody understands that you got to keep it illegal but also still allow people to come in so you can abuse and use the undocumented laborers
What? Do you think the border force should be disbanded and unlimited amount of people let through the border? Are you completely against border control? As if someone had a criminal record, are they okay to be let through? Brother, open borders does not mean that there is no surveillance. Open borders does not mean that there is no, like, actual processing freedom of travel simply means that you can use legal methods to come into the country that's what i'm advocating for this does not mean that there isn't like a any kind of border patrol whatsoever this does not mean that there's any kind of law enforcement whatsoever let me explain something to you i'm a leftist which means that i believe that there are material realities that dictate our culture dictate our way of existence Oftentimes, I mean, not oftentimes, directly that are, are shaped off of the way that we create commodities and consume them. This is our entire culture, okay? This is everything that we know. Our material conditions are under a capitalist organization of the economy. This is what I believe. So you, much like many other liberals, engage with the subject matter from an entirely different framework. Our fundamentals are different. I believe the problem is the structures that we exist under. You think the problem is like good or bad, like evil people, good people, bad people. Maybe you think like uh, something in between, but you, you feel like there is a more of a spiritual ideological uh, reason for why things are occurring in the way that they're occurring. Because of the fundamental differences that we have in the way that we think, when I see something new like AI, I immediately recognize that as a new technological achievement that is going to displace the pre-existing labor pool because that's how all matter of efficiency works under the capitalist organization of the economy. It's not the technology itself that is a problem. It is how this tool is being used. The bosses use every new tool to displace the pre-existing workers instead of making their lives easier. You look at a new way, a new tool that is displacing the pre-existing labor pool and think it's actually because of immigration. Immigration is going to make it worse. I try to describe to you that this is going to happen with or without immigration and you have to change the system. That's the problem. And many people don't want to recognize that the problems are baked into everything that we experience. The system that we exist under is the issue. Capitalism is the issue. It's not AI that is an issue. It is how AI is used to displace workers that is an issue, and that is always going to happen, even if you have immigrants or you don't have immigrants. Have you reacted to this MSNBC broadcast yet? Talking to these folks who have come from all over Texas, even other parts of the country. To Dude, this is crazy. MAGA convoy makes it to the border only to find out that the invasion they told about doesn't exist. And some of them, even though we are about a half hour from Eagle Pass, have driven down to Eagle Pass to try to actually see what's happening at the border. And I've spoken to a number of people who said that they're... I love that while this is going on, the liberals are like, no, 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 you don't understand. There is an invasion. There is a real problem at the border and we have to deal with it in violent ways. But like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get uh, you know, all of my liberal friends in an RV and go down to like kill them personally, right? I want the machine to grind them. I love that the liberal position, if you are to listen to Chuck Schumer, is that no, 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 there is a real problem at the border. You don't get it. There is a real problem at the border. It's just that the way to fix the crisis at the border is by letting the machine handle it. Let's talk about Biden urging the Congress to pass the border security foreign aid bill amid GOP opposition. We move forward to the Senate floor. Why? A simple reason, Donald Trump, because Donald Trump thinks it's bad for him politically. Therefore, he doesn't, even though it helps the, the, the country, he's not for it.
One thing that I have to remind people here, by the way, is that this framing not only is bad because it like is antithetical to the things that you pushed for when you were running against Donald Trump. And it's also bad because you're never going to win. Like I said, this is the John Kerry phenomena. When John Kerry is propped up against GWB, the Democratic Party said, well, this is a decorated, celebrated veteran. He was in Vietnam. This guy is the best. This guy's a Vietnam veteran. What did GWB do? George W. Bush didn't fight. He didn't serve. All he was doing was serving margaritas, getting DUIs. And what happened to John Kerry? The Republicans turned around and were like, yeah, dog, John Kerry is gay as hell. He's not a real patriot. GWB is the real patriot. You can never out pizza the hut and you can never out patriot the Republicans. They own patriotism and what they believe patriotism actually is. Patriotism isn't actually about like serving in the military either. So stop with this nonsensical bullshit. But the Democrats never learned that lesson. They kept pushing it. They still do it. They did it with like Amy McGrath in, in Kentucky. Biden wouldn't be pushing the border if it wasn't for be needing Ukraine aid. Okay, here's the thing. You want to give Ukrainians weapons and you want to fund that through Congress? Fine. Then say you're going to do that. That's what you want to do. Try to advocate on those conditions. Try to make it punishing for the Republicans not to vote for Ukraine. But you can't do that because you know deep down inside that Americans don't really give a Ukraine, we've moved on from it, right? Same with the Israel funding bill. If there was a genuine counter to giving $14 billion of, of uh, uh, weapons to Israel, and if it wasn't like uh, going to be bipartisan regardless, then Americans would be like, okay, I don't give a shit. I don't want to give Israel $14 billion. Who cares? Okay, deep down inside, we are selfish people. And that selfishness could be a good thing sometimes, okay? Like giving money to Israel. But he's not doing that. He's not doing that at all. He's not separating the issues. He's not saying like, well, here's what it is, Jack. We got to give Ukraine more money and more guns. They got to defend themselves. When you capitulate and concede to the right-wing framing on the issue, the framing that Marjorie Taylor Greene was making, the argument that Marjorie Taylor Greene was making two years ago that we laughed at, Democrats are making now. The idea that why are we caring about the Ukrainian borders when we don't care about the Mexican border? That was an argument that Steve Bannon was cooking up. That was an argument that Marjorie Taylor Greene was cooking up. And now that argument is being repeated by Joseph Robinette mother Brandon. Are you insane? The right will always defeat you. All you do when you take on their talking points is normalize the position that there really is a problem at the border when there isn't one. The problem at the border comes from the fact that we don't want to process these people when we should be. He'd rather weaponize this issue than actually solve it. So for the last 24 hours, he's done nothing, I'm told, but reach out to Republicans in the House and the Senate and threaten like, them. This is such a stupid way to argue this is literally like redditor brain sh it's like a gotcha we got him the republicans turns out doesn't care about actually funding the border it's the same mentality behind going no 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 we are the ones who really want to fund the police not the republicans the democratic party looked at an entire year of black lives matter protests and said here's our messaging strategy we want to fund the police not the republicans the republicans own the police they do adopting Right-wing framing, adopting right-wing framing on these issues is never going to cause you to win. It's only making your side feel like there is a real problem. You have to counter-message against it. Republicans are so good at counter-messaging that they make up issues where no such issue exists. They do a great job. They create like a phenomena. They're like, ooh, trans people, scary. Watch out. They cause their 
fan base to believe that trans people are like actually a uh, trans species now and the kids are pissing in kitty litter in schools here one mandatory closure of the u.s border based on trigger numbers or quotas the bill creates a new statutory authority for the department of homeland security to close the border to people seeking asylum after certain trigger numbers have been met it's 5,000 encounters if over the course of seven days the cumulative number of people arriving at the border or between ports or regardless of whether they're actually processed for asylum reaches 4,000, the authority is discretionary when it reaches 5,000, where a single day's encounter exceeds 8,500, the authority is mandatory. That's a mandatory shutdown. Can you imagine? When the authority is triggered, DHS is required to turn away or expel all people arriving at the border without so much as an asylum screening. These are people who are, who are well within their legal rights to actually arrive on U.S. soil to seek asylum, and we're turning them away mandatorily, like making it the law. The provision means that a person's access to asylum in the United States depends on luck of the draw. No due process. Whether that they happen to arrive at the border during a period of closure, and if so, whether they happen to be able to get to a port before 1,400 other individuals, a quota-based asylum, asylum lottery violates the United States' compliance with its obligations under the Refugee Convention and would mean regularly sending people with strong, strong asylum claims directly back to their persecutors. A similar policy known as metering was found unconstitutional by a federal judge under Trump. That's the thing. Trump tried to do this. It's literally unconstitutional. Not that it matters. On the ground, this expulsion authority will mimic what we saw during the Trump administration with the enactment of Title 42, which was the CDC provision, by the way, that it was a health risk to let these dirty migrants in, you know what I mean, over the border because they're bringing in COVID. Like we gave a shit about COVID. The only time we ever gave a shit about COVID was so that we could shut down the border. It's crazy. New fast-track process for asylum processing at the border under surveillance with no judicial review. The, what the bill does is it creates an entirely new asylum screening process called protection determination for people arriving at the border who are not subject to expulsion. The new process would not would be concluded entirely by officers within U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services with no judicial review whatsoever. People denied asylum under this process could be denied asylum and deported in under 90 days without any right to request review by a federal judge or even an immigration administrative law judge. And also, they would be placed under the protection determination program, would be under heavy surveillance, either in the form of a GPS ankle monitor or through electronic monitoring. Remember, 95% of people that are asylum seekers go to and attend their court date. 95. 95%. It's vile. We're just like marking people. It's crazy. The new process will render due process illusory for most people seeking asylum. Just eviscerates due process. No more judge. No more. Uh, no more situation where like you have a, a reasonable person uh, giving you what you are constitutionally afforded in the form of due process, and also what international human rights law dictates, which is that you have a right to seek asylum in the United States. It is not only moral, and it is immoral for us to deny people the right to seek asylum inside of our borders it is also illegal but guess what dude private prisons that are gonna have to uh, take care of the overfill those guys are gonna make out like bandits we're gonna have to pay them we're gonna have to give them a lot of money okay we're gonna have to hire private uh, contractors new ankle monitors like think about all the money that gets circulated around in that process the complexity of immigration law, punishing timelines and obstacles caused by electronic surveillance will make it extremely difficult for people to find lawyers or get the information they need to fully articulate their claims. Indeed, for people, DHS's current non-detained expedited removal pilot, fewer than three in 100 people actually have legal representation. Further, the judicial review stripping provisions of this bill will mean that many are wrongfully deported because of a bad decision making at the agency level that cannot be corrected. No legal recourse whatsoever. Number three, heightened standards and new bars to eligibility at threshold asylum seeking. 
The bill envisions nearly all people arriving at the U.S.-Mexico border to seek asylum being placed into expedited processing under either the new processes described above or with the existing expedited removal process under either system. A threshold asylum screening determines whether a person is able to present their full asylum claim or an adjudicator or to an adjudicator. This bill heightens the standard of review in all threshold screenings, including the existing credible fear interviews used in expedited removal and threshold screening in the new process described above known as protection determination. The new standard will require people to show a reasonable possibility they could establish eligibility for asylum rather than a significant possibility, which is the standard in current law. So they're upping the standards. Um, heightening the credible fear standard will mean that many of those who are in the most desperate need of protection will be unable to access asylum. Murder, uh, domestic violence is a big one here, right? There is a, a, a femicide occurring in Mexico, which was uh, one of the, uh, the the safe harbor First Nations uh, under the Trump administration's policies that dictated that if you actually go uh, from Guatemala to Mexico, for example, you have to stay there because technically you didn't go to the first immediate country that wasn't uh, your own. Now, the irony itself is that there are people in Mexico that are also escaping Mexico to come to America. So how the are you going to turn around and make Mexico a safe harbor if it's not a safe harbor for Mexicans? Indigenous peoples, LGBT people, and people with complex asylum claims such as survivors of gender-based violence will be rushed through with fear screenings without the time and support they need to understand how to articulate the legal basis for their claims. The vast majority of asylum seekers are unrepresented when they undergo their credible fear screenings due to the rapid nature of these screenings and their frequent occurrence in ICE or CBP custody. Under these conditions, asylum seekers have been unable to retain their attorneys and deported to danger. Number four, entrenched criminalization of migration through increased detention, prosecutions, and border wall funding. That's the other part of this. People talk about coyotes. People talk about the drugs being funneled over the border. The issue is not having a safe, legal, and efficient process to, to rapidly process incoming migrants that are seeking asylum legally. When you don't give this opportunity to people, they look for alternative measures, alternative means. Because if you're being hunted, let's say, or if you're a victim of domestic violence and you have nowhere to go and you want to escape into America and you know that the American government is going to deport your back to Mexico, then you're going to do everything you can to scrounge up every peso you can and go into the United States of America by other means. Other means that are extremely dangerous, as a matter of fact. That's how you find yourself dead inside of a inside of a container in the back of a goddamn 18-wheeler with 42 other migrants like it happens in Texas all the time. The way to reduce the number of fatalities in border crossings that die on the Rio Grande or die uh, when trying to cross some of the worst treks in that border, okay, that are incredibly gruesome, the conditions are awful in, in the desert, is not by making uh, booby traps for the children in the Rio Grande. It's by opening up the processes so that they can come through with legal measures. All you're doing is incentivizing people to come through illegal and illicit measures. You're, you're giving money to the cartels. If you're worried about the cartels, this is the greatest way to help them, okay? The bill provides $3.2 billion for immigration detention, historically high levels of detention funding that surpassed the immigration detention budget during the years of the Trump administration, by the way. Remember that more than the Trump administration's budget. Things that the Democratic Party railed against when Trump was doing it, now they have adopted and are championing themselves and trying to push this bill. The Democratic Party is trying to push this bill. If only the Republican Party ate that bait and legitimately were like, yeah, actually, we are going to pass, the, pass this uh, bill. You think this is good? You think this would be overall a productive thing for the Democrats to push for? You think any singular 
Republican would turn around and be like, well, they did push the, a really comprehensive immigration reform, so I'm going to vote for the pedophile vampires who are socialist and want Mexicans to come f my daughter. You think that guy is going to turn around and be like, you know what, actually, I am going to vote for Joe Biden, even though he's a demented pedophile vampire. No. All you did in this situation is make, make the border uh, crisis worse, genuinely a crisis. You didn't want a single vote and you normalize the position in your own audience in your own side of the bargain all this does is push the overton window further to the right this is the ratcheting effect even though it's worse than the ratchet effect because in the ratchet effect it's at least the republican party that is like pulling the country further and further right and then the democrats are basically stamping that their seal of approval without scaling it back in the leftward progressive direction in this circumstance is worse than the ratchet effect because you're pulling the country towards the right too you're pulling the country in a reactionary fascist direction now your msnbc watching parents can listen to al sharpton talk about how there's an invasion happening on the southern border which he said yesterday we watched it yesterday now now your msnbc watching libda parents can also feel in the same uh, way that that the fox news watching parents feel about scary immigrants coming over the border to rape your daughters or whatever the if I'm watching MSNBC and the MSNBC is repeating the exact same thing that Fox News is repeating about immigration being a genuine problem, the only thing I'm seeing is Biden is fucking weak. Biden is old. He also admits that immigration is a problem, but he can't even put forward a deal that the Republicans will argue, uh, agree on. But you know who I think will actually do whatever it takes to purify the blood pool of this nation that is being polluted by Mexicans and Guatemalans? Donald Trump. Why? Why would I vote for the old man who can't purify the blood pool, who actually won't do anything about the great replacement that is occurring, that white people no longer are the dominant force? Now I'm believing that white people are the dominant force. Now I'm believing that immigration is a problem. Now I'm believing that Mexicans are and they're invading. And if I personally believe that, then Donald Trump is my guy. So why is the MSNBC people not recognizing that? But it doesn't end there. The bill also funds... The border wall construction. I got into an argument about this with my lived up parents and they kept telling me how tr when Trump was doing the things he did at the border, it was different because there was an actual crisis. Exactly. Because the actual crisis was being presented by Fox News. And when Fox News says it, it must be fake. But when MSNBC says it, they've never lied. They would have no reason to lie. They would have no reason to defend Joe Biden unconditionally, right? So on that front, it's actually real. There is a real crisis now because the TV man said so. The TV man that I agree with said so.